You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, Buns, Buns. I want to give you something real, but I don't know where to start. Darling, let's make a deal. I want to give you my heart. I would trade anything for love. Hey, guys. Welcome to ISO, the Buns Podcast, episode 70. Crazy that it's uh, it's been 70 episodes. I mean, sometimes it's feel like, it feels like it's been more, and sometimes it feels like I just started. Uh, anyway, the interview this week is with Amy from Buns HQ. If uh, you've ever written into Buns or got contacted by Buns on Facebook or social media or through the app... Chances are you're speaking to Amy. Uh, I sit down with her. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what the interview's about a little bit later. But right now, I'm desperately, desperately ISO a Zoom H4, if anyone has one. Uh, If you know what that is and you have one, hit me up because I need a new one, please. Anyway, how's your week going, guys? Everything good? Um, I haven't had much time for trading because I am working on getting us another show on the Buns Podcast Network. I can't really talk too much more about it right now, but uh, just keep your fingers crossed for me. Anyway, time for This Week in Buns. This week in buns, apparently my adult is showing. So embarrassing. <laughs> it is. Uh, what, <laughs> we want to find out what the fuck birch beer is. And what do you do when you find a thousand dollars? I mean, it was more like 60. It was actually more like 65. Yeah, it was yeah, more yeah. Like 65. Welcome to the Buns Podcast. <laughs> I am Oren. And I'm Laura. And this is ISO. Where we give you the best of the best of all of the buns zones, and this week we got a know, lot of business. A lot of business to get. Through. A lot of business. Okay. Hit it off, girl. So in the beginning, sort of when we Orn and I started hosting, we had a sort of a debate about what to do uh, when you see a bike that is not locked. Do you lock it up and put your number on it? And it was this whole debacle. But now we have this kind of a bring back where Emma's bike was uh, somebody locked their bike up against her bike in the middle of downtown. And she called the frickin' fire department on that bike. And she got a lot of slack for it on Buns. Everyone's like, don't waste your resources. It was quite this like dramatic story um, that I followed through the comments as we usually do. Emma ended up, you know, writing her wrong, saying, sorry, guys, I didn't mean to call the fire department. A locksmith is on his way. She left a note on said biker's bike saying, Poor form, fellow cyclists. I have photos of your bike and noted local businesses to watch their cameras for you. Not cool. A bit aggressive. But, hey, she's setting an example. And then she posts a follow-up photo of the locksmith just cutting that lock to shreds, saying, Bye, Felicia, to the lock. I have so many thoughts on this. I know. First I know of you all, do. First of all, we might need to change the name of firefighters 
because most of what they do is not fighting fires. Yeah, a yeah. lot of they just come for everything. Kind yeah, of. they do everything. They're great. They're like a catch-all. So they're a catch-all they're service. Catch -all. Let's call them catch-all catch women, men, people. Catch-all peoples. Um, also, what are your thoughts on this? It's a curveball. What if, you know, you just didn't unlock your bike? Like, what, what if she didn't call a locksmith? What if she just went the day without the bike? That way, there's not someone else's bike that's potentially going to get stolen. Yeah. Because that also seems like a pretty good way of going about it. It sucks. Yeah. And although you shouldn't be at fault, you, you shouldn't have to call someone to do all these things yeah. to happen. But now someone else's bike is liable because they made a stupid mistake. I don't think you should lose your bike from a stupid mistake. But, yeah. Uh. But, like, watch where you're locking stuff up, man. Straight up. Because this girl clearly, uh, Emma, her name is, she locked up her own bike, you know, being the good, you know, uh, Torontonian, as you need to lock up all your business. But then, like, just be aware of how you're locked. Like, it's not one of those, like, ooh, wire ones where it accidentally got, like, nicked on something. No, it's like one of those bar locks. Yeah, the U-locks. The U-lock. Yeah. That is purposely latched on there. So, anyways, that was just an interesting little story that we followed. Thanks, Emma, for sharing and keeping us updated. Got another sort of funny uh, one for you. This is your classic uh, buns. I mean, one week someone's looking for some human teeth. The next, a slightly corroded but sharpened battle axe <laughs> is up for trade again. Thank God it's back. Am oh, I my right God. Or? I was thinking, when is that battle Alex. axe going to come back? So this girl's looking for some gift cards, which, I mean, we're going to talk about later mm. on the show. But I'm just like, this is... It's not like a fun battle axe here. Like this thing is sharpened, comes with a cover, and it's like it's not decorative. Like this is looks like it's being used to hunt or kill rodents or people. Listen, I don't know why you need this. I don't know why you need this either. Like who's the crazy person that's like, you know what? I actually do need that you battle axe. You know what axe. I need for Christmas? <laughs> Yeah, oh my my little girl would love a battle axe. Is it sharpened? Oh, corroded slightly? Oh my god, yeah. That, that's perfect. Then definitely. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a wild, wild trade. Just goes to show you anything anything's on buns. You know what? I guess you could probably LARP in like um live action role playing. LARP? LARP, yeah. When they go into the woods and pretend to be What's different the P? Character. Uh live action role playing. Play. Yeah, playing yeah. is the P in that. Yeah, so you probably shouldn't bring a... It takes a special kind of asshole to, to bring a sharpened weapon. A sharpened weapon, weapon, weapon to just a game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's death. That's <laughs> They're asking for... Let's, let's play a game called death. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. It's such a fun <laughs> game. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, another story here. Dan is ISO. My scarf! It went missing on Friday night. So this seems to be the tale here, Orin. Okay, Picture this. All right. So a man is out and about he's a little bit litty and a drunk girl comes up to him on a friday night being like hey can i have your scarf and he was too drunk to stop her and so now this man is without a scarf and if you have blue hair he wants to see if you had a scarf <laughs> so he was drunk yeah okay you know what let's uh let's do role play oh okay. my favorite time okay, okay. ready okay wait uh, are you gonna be the girl um i will i will you know what i don't believe in gender roles as you know yeah um, so yes, that would be the woman in Ooh, this case. I get to be the boy. Okay. Oh, I'm a boy. Okay, let me okay. get into character. Okay. Oh, I'm a boy. 
Um, oh my gosh, hey, look at you. Look, oh, can I have that scarf? Oh no, drunk man, and I'm on this have a beard and I'm cold. Oh my goodness, you're a, you're a drunk man. This is so good. Uh, I'm gonna need that scarf. Thank you so much. Well, you got blue hair. Oh uh, yeah, I do have blue hair. Thank you. Oh Thank my god, you. I think I'm in a yak on the oh. sidewalk. Oh my god, you're disgusting. Bye. And now, listen. Thank you, Buns, for that tale. Thank you. Thank you for listening to that as well. Oh, man. <laughs> and he just posted a photo of himself kind of wearing the scarf. Like, the scarf is pictured, but it's mostly just a picture of him. You know what I'm actually thinking? This could be, like, a little romance. Like, I wonder if he meets up with this girl with the blue hair and they, like, fall in love or something. Oh, that's, that's a lovely tale. Right? A bun's romance. Okay, role play. Let's... let's no, no, no. Let's <laughs> not. Let's not I'm not drawing my own. Oh, oh my God. God. I'm in love with you. I'm on going to have a kill. He's just drunk all the time. That's a... Uh, that's called alcoholism and we need to uh, address, address that, that on a later episode <laughs> oh man here is a story about money oh that cash yeah so uh, Kieran uh, he said hey did you go to the CIBC at this place at this time uh, you withdrew $40 and then walked away accidentally leaving it in the machine uh, this post is for you he went to take out money and the money was just sitting there already you know what he did he what? says I returned it to the bank so maybe they can ID you with a camera and you can get it back. And you know what I always say? Oh, I know. Yeah. You know who needs more money? The, the banks. banks. Yeah, I've always said that for years now. Every episode. Every, every, every with single it, really. goddamn See, episode. Warren, you got to bring it up again. You got to bring it up again. He finishes off the post saying, I'm no hero. It was actually 60 bucks and I skimmed 20 off the top. JK, JK, go get your money. This brings about a bunch of questions that we got. Yeah. Yo, mm -hmm. how are you bringing back that money to the bank, first of all? Yeah, that's just, that's the, the last person you want to bring it back to. <laughs> slash give it to the bank's probably like, ooh, we're going to just put, we're just going to pocket this. Yeah. But you, you found money before, yeah? Oh, Oren. I was walking down the street right by Oasis Aqua Lounge, our classic neighborhood sex club. Mm -hmm. And I found a cabrus. Hundred dollar bill Yo, right outside. Jesus. But do you think I picked that thing up and was like, dun, 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 knock, knock, knock. Oasis Aqua Lounge. I found a hundred dollars outside of your club. Yeah, because it, money is so hard to give back. It, like, what do you do when you find money? You keep it. <laughs> you keep it. Yeah. Uh, maybe here's the, here's the other question then. Uh, well, yeah, the context. Now. How much money mm -hmm. is it before you like? actually try and find someone like at what point is the money you got to go to the cops with it because uh, I, I mean okay are you gonna say words <laughs> probably like upwards of 500 dollars. yeah i was gonna say a thousand bucks i think at a thousand bucks that's some real guilt yeah at a thousand bucks yeah because somebody might need that that, that money back. Yeah, but if you're carrying $1,000 on you, you're a drug lord, <laughs> you know? I think if you're a drug lord, you're like a drug dealer. <laughs> a dealer. If you're a drug lord, a thousand bucks, there are a lot of drug oh, lords yeah. walking around. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe $10,000. Maybe $10,000. Yeah, but okay. But this, what with my hundred, it depends on what you're doing with the money. Like if you're going to go spend your money at like a fighting ring or something that people spend money on. It's not great. No, 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 no. <laughs> no I've heard of people spending tons of money on fighting rings. Continue. <laughs> Continue. Or defeat a gambling addiction or something. But I like took my sister out for dinner. We had some nice sush and it was delicious. So like 
You give him back. Yeah, that's lovely. I think I just think we're trying to rationalize wh- how we don't give this money back if if we were to find a thousand bucks. True, I, know, I would not. So, I don't uh, know. That's just me, though. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people. Everybody's okay. Well, the other thing too is like if someone. If it just like happens to you just stumble upon the cash moolah, yeah, that's yeah. different. But if someone you like are in front of them and they drop a hundred dollars in front of you and you're like, <laughs> like, no, you're going to give it back at that point. You know why you give it back? Because it was a social experiment. You're on YouTube. Oh, no. Oh, that would be was so. Was this going to give it back? No, he went to go buy drugs. Oh, Look at him. Oh, God. Oh, those videos are terrible. Yeah. Those guys need to get, every, every person that does that needs to get punched in the face. Yeah. And it's mostly guys. Like, yes. women don't do those, those no. experiments. It's mostly dumb dudes. Mostly dumb dudes. Ugh. Okay. Birch beer. You ever heard of it, Oren? Nope. <laughs> nope. Neither have I. I made to do a little bit of digging, but... Thea is wondering where she can get her hands on some birch beer flavored crush. So birch beer is an actual alcoholic beverage, but this just seems to be the flavor of birch beer. So we did a little bit of searching. It's pretty much just like root beer, except it's from the sap of a bitch. A sweet bitch. Mm, a sweet, a sweet bitch. A sweet bitch. Um, that is, uh, I've never tried it. Um, I kind of want to try this now. Can uh, crush our sponsor, obviously. Yeah, not. I mean, yes. <laughs> they need to get on giving us some birch beer. Yeah, like I'd love to have just a free sample because there's no way I'm gonna pay for a birch beer. <laughs> but a sample would be lovely. Would be lovely. Uh, also, would be lovely. This story. Uh, Sarah says she has. I have two extra panels of this removable wallpaper, and all she's asking for is like you know whatever. Some small stuff, mm-hmm. and this got me thinking. Another adult thing oh, that God. you were you were chirping me before. Put it away, or here's put the, your here, adult here's away. Yo, wallpaper is hella expensive. Oh my gosh, I would have never guessed. If you want to wallpaper an entire wall, this is not cheap. Yeah, that's that's an investment you got to make. Like, In the wallpaper? Yeah, it's not like it's cheaper than painting. You got it's 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 annoying. Oh damn. Yeah, so I mean that's I mean, nothing crazy about this post, but. It, the wallpaper she has looks awesome, non-toxic, non-toxic, Ooh. adhesive, um, really Ooh. easy to install and remove. Ooh, I know, stop. and they both come in the original packaging. Oh my you know, god! And, I know. Ow. Oh my god! I'm. Oh my god! I'm an adult. I'm an adult. Yeah. So it's um. You need to know that when you start wallpapering your walls and your own place, yeah, you need to know that it's just expensive. That's it. Wow. Well, life lessons from old from old Lauren over here. <laughs> um. So. Jonathan's just got way, way, way too much energy drinks and specifically cheetah drink. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this. I have not heard of the cheetah drink, but um, he's got fruit crunch, watermelon, blueberry, orange. Uh, did I say orange twice? I didn't. Green apples, mango, and regular. Of course, the, that regular flavor. We all know what regular is. Like. Um, regular cheetah tastes. Um, here's why I know what cheetah is because they had an interestingly branded marketing campaign. Okay. And that was they ended up using Ben Johnson. Who is? Ben Johnson was a Canadian sprinter. 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 Okay. Uh, 1988 Seoul Olympics. Oh, well, he got his gold medal for the 100 meter dash taken away because he was doping. No way. Yeah, 
And also because he was fast like a cheetah. Maybe that's where they used that. And he's a cheetah. Cheetah. He's um, a cheetah. Yeah, I thought that was interesting branding, but I mean, hey, I remember the drink. I never bought any. Yeah. But I mean, hopefully the company's still around. They saw it seemed pretty good. I mean, this he got shipped fifty cases. This is what that guy said. So I mean, he's like he's pretty much taken over, I That's think, it. at this point. <laughs> it's a really nice story. Uh Caitlin. Uh she because of her uh work and travel schedule, she hasn't really been able to use her bike for the past year. Looks like a pretty dope bike. And she wants to give it to someone for zero cost or zero trade. Um, if you've had your bike recently stolen or you don't have enough money to kind of put up the cash and buy a bike, she wants to gift it to you, which was such a nice uh, gesture. So she's got a nice pick of it. And it's just the Buns community just so loving. I so love wonderful. that. I love that. I mean, we talk about a lot of bikes on this place. So, um, hey, this is a really nice bike. And hopefully can find a really nice home. Yeah. Okay. We got another really kind of nice story here. Um, we have a, a girl that's giving away uh, Stephanie her winter coat. She's like, I so anybody that needs a winter coat, I don't need any more. And I'm hoping to pass it along. And we had a Jax B. That's probably not real, but it might be. Um, posting a link about um how there's some refugees in the city that are there's a shortage on winter gear and toronto charities need more winter supplies for refugees coming so it's a great little uh resource if you have some extra winter gear to pass it along to somebody that might need it more love it love it um and we got one more wow it's a lot of me i'm just telling stories left right and that is not a bad thing (laughs) it's not um okay so we got a closeted artist here which tell tell me more i will tell you all about it so adam says hey buns my roommate is a closeted amazing artist but he doesn't think his pieces are good enough for trade or purchase so he he convinced him to let him put up a few pieces for trade to see if it would get any response. And when I had last seen it, it was 175 likes. This man, Oren and I agree that we like 75% of these yeah, paintings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a good artist. He's, yep. he's no, I mean, he's no Picasso. I was just going to say Picasso. <laughs> Although he kind of is, he's got some like, this one's like cool and angular. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's like a Picasso meets, uh, meets Dali, meets uh, Van Gogh. It's kind of everything, you know? Meets, I don't know, artists. Oh, okay. Matisse. Uh, Ooh. Ooh girl. Impressionism, girl. <laughs> girl. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, this got a really great response. And yeah. it just shows you, like, man, I, like. And I, think, I think part of the great response, too, is is that, like, here's someone who doesn't think his art's good enough. I think it's validated by, like, a ton of people online. It's like, man, yeah. the guy has the talent. And he's probably working some, like, crappy banker job with, like, no creative like outlet yeah it's creating this bomb ass art that's in his closet yeah yeah wonderful love it okay tell me about this tell you about what the debate oh. of the gift cards so this started off as um a really good post and then got an even a better post oh, so britney is looking for she's a super long shot basically she's looking for a very particular mouse and mouse pad okay. that is for a game called Mario Paint. Oh. We're, we're deep dive. This game came out like in 92. Mm-hmm. This is a deep dive into Nintendo. So Super NES had this game called Mario Paint. Mm-hmm. You can paint your own versions of, of Mario and a bunch of different games were on there as well. But Whoa. part of the game, you needed this mouse pad. Um, and it was it was great. Like, it was a great game. So she's looking for this. Like, oh, but everybody has it. And 
Buns Delivered. Like, As it, it was does. great. Buns Delivered. And um, somebody was like, hey, I'm out of town, but I can get one for you. He's like, great. Yeah, no rush. I'm looking for it. Um, and then, like, hey, what are you looking to trade for it? He's like, uh, can I get maybe a gift card? Uh, and dun, she dun, said, dun. you know, Brittany the OG, she says, seriously, everyone just wants GCs on here nowadays. I might as well just go out and buy it then. Sorry for bugging you. Oh, then. Um, and so this spoke to a conversation that we actually had with uh, with Stephen. Yeah. Stephen Such from the 2084 Sustainable Joe's podcast. Right, not 2048. 2084, which is hosted as well on the Buns Podcasting Network, mm-hmm. and it it's kind of a fiery debate. Yeah, there are people who are gift card apologists. Shouldn't say that. Uh, people who are in favor of gift cards, people who don't see much harm in it. But um, what kind of speaks to the ethos of Buns is that you want to reduce waste. You don't want to yeah. go out and and create new things. If you have things here and you have other things, let's make a trade for something rather than just yeah. giving you money for it. I wonder if it will be, it'll be interesting to see if like something happens with that. You know, do you think they'd get rid of gift cards? Um, buns? I mean, I don't know. Cause what is interesting too is at the buns every year has a gift card swap, right? And oh, so, really? Yeah. After Christmas, everyone gets gift cards that they definitely don't want. Yeah. And so the gift card swap is great because then you're just trading the, that feel, yeah. that feels so close, so much closer to what buns actually True. is. Right. Yes, but yes, yes. if you, if you're just going to give money for that, there are places that you can go get money for goods and services that is not ultimate buns is about one thing i can't speak to all that buns is yeah all that can say is it doesn't quite fit yeah with what buns is if we're always asking for gift cards don't get me wrong i'm not above this yeah it's like i'm not going to trade gift cards for that but i think the buns community will have to come to grips with this question again and again and again yeah are gift cards going to be what we want this place to be yeah very interesting hmm We'll see what happens uh, we'll see what happens. in the future. Oh, I'll keep you updated. And to end on a wonderful note, mm-hmm. you can speak to how amazing these Buns Fleas are because we have a Buns Flea coming up. Buns Flea number six. That's the holiday edition. And it's happening on Sunday, December. Third. Third? I think it was third. That's all right. It was happening at 11 a.m. You, you tell them more about your experience at the Halloween Buns Flea and I'll find out this date. Sure. So... Last week, the recap did not get posted, so it will actually be posted right after this. So if you want to hear my real, real, real intimate thoughts on it, you can hear it then. Oh, yeah. Right after this. Um, but the Buns Flea, like, is such a great organized event. Like, the our, like, events team does such a great job of, like, making it feel really cohesive. Like, there's always, like, there's different, like, parts of the venue is all being used to really like have again this like community feel where you can go to a bunch of different places and like really get a different experience there i mean this is kind of like whatever but there was some there was the it said buns and balloons and i i love balloons so (laughs) it just really was great and then we had all the vendors that were trading stuff there were some like money exchanges but a lot of it was trades also so just a great time all around Loved it. So I should probably say that's Sunday, December 3rd mm-hmm. at 11 a.m. And that is the holiday edition of Buns Flea number six. Hey, I've been Laura. I've been Orn. See you later. Too much shit in your apartment? Get rid of it today on the Buns app. Available in the App Store, Google Play Store, or online at buns.com. Okay, so like I said at the top of the show, the interview this week is with Amy from Buns HQ. We talk about what it's like to work at a startup, um, how one gets a job 
at buns, life before and after buns, and uh, a bunch of other stuff. It even gets a little serious at the end. We kind of talk about um, how the world's changing very quickly, or not quickly enough for some people, and how to kind of come to terms with that and address people accordingly because as we all know people on buns are very forward-thinking and every once in a while we encounter someone who isn't as forward-thinking and how do we go about addressing those people anyway if that sounds of interest to you here's the interview You ready to bear all of your dirty little secrets? Yes. Okay. I have none. Hey, Buns. How's it going? So, this is part of, uh, I'm just now dubbing it Better Know a Buns, I don't know, what are you guys? Buns office member? Buns HQ. Buns HQ member, yeah. So, I'm sitting here with Amy. I don't know what your official title is. Maybe you can tell me what it is. The last time I checked, and I feel like our titles here are constantly evolving, I am the content manager and community advocate. Content manager. So if you guys have any problems <clears throat> with what's going on in the Buns community, email Amy directly. I'm, no, I'm just kidding. That's actually true, though. That's literally what my job is. So I like see some shit oh my God. on a daily basis. I can't even imagine what that's like. But oh, my God. Before we get into okay. that, because I'm sure you have stories. and Yeah. I, I know it hasn't even been that long in the grand scheme of buns, but I'm sure that because based on what you do, there's probably just so much that you've had to deal with. Yeah. Your hair's turning purple. Yeah. Um, okay. So tell me a bit about you before buns. How did you uh, come to find buns? Before buns, does one really even exist? I don't know. That's a <laughs> that's a question for a different <laughs> podcast, I think. Uh, so before buns, my life was actually quite different. Like I've always been a bun. I've always been on the platform. Um, but before this, I was the account executive for a giant cosmetic brand. Wow, okay. So it was pretty different. Um, I was... Like, will my former employer hear this? I was pretty miserable. Yeah. Uh, and when I saw this job posting, I was like, damn, I could totally do that. I feel like I'd be awesome at it. And Buns, like, I was so passionate about it anyways that yeah. it was like the heavens opened up. But I remember leaving the interview. This is, like, very vulnerable for the people that actually interviewed me. But I left the interview and started crying in the office stairwell because I was like, if I do not get this job, I will be devastated. So I'm excited that I'm here. I didn't have to have a so, nervous breakdown. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but it's better than the last job, I guess. Yeah, that's why, like, as soon as, like, when I remember coming and I interviewed with everyone in the office, Eli, Ayaz, I think I had five interviews over a two-hour span. That's crazy. It was crazy, but it was so, like, it wasn't crazy, like, stressful. It was crazy. I was so inspired and excited, and my mind was, like, racing with all these things that I wanted to do. So I yeah. left the interview and just started crying, and I was like, oh, I don't get this. I don't know what I'm going to do. So I'm very excited that I am now sitting here So did you get a lot of office. goods from your last job that you could then trade on buns for other things? Yeah, like crazy. I basically am stocked with makeup buns currency for years to come. It's I great. feel like that's a pretty strong currency. It's a really strong currency, especially because it's like brand new in box. 
So oh yeah, yeah, that's huge. B N I B. Because like a, a lot of people don't. I mean, people trade used, uh, you know, cosmetics and stuff. But yeah. like most people are probably interested in the in the new shit. Totally. Yeah, especially with Christmas coming out. Good uh, Christmas presents. So. What makes a content manager slash community outreach something, something like what, what does that entail? (laughs) So anything that you see on our social channels, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, that comes from buns is generally from me. Okay. Uh, So that's the kind of stuff that I do. Our blogs I do as well. So all that kind of stuff is under the content header. Like I work with the team if we're like running an ad campaign or something, I would help them come up with the copy and just kind of figure out what the Bun's voice is. Yeah. So there's that side of things. And then the other side is the community advocacy. So that includes like being in our Facebook groups, making sure I'm active there, making sure people play by the rules. What are the rules? What are the rules? I thought there were no rules. It's a good question. I I mean, I don't really know either. Yeah. First and foremost, I mean, I feel like our our biggest rule is just being respectful of everyone, whether that is gender, race, socioeconomic class, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I love about Buns is it's a place for everybody. So to me, that's the biggest thing that I make sure people are upholding. Right. So nobody's disrespecting one another. I mean, that happens, but that's what I'm trying to stop. Right. Yeah, Yeah. That's what you're looking out for. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the second rule is like the opposite of Fight Club is just tell all of your friends about yeah. Buns. It's weird because Buns though, like some of the zones, because there's tons of them, some of the zones are secret and you have to like know somebody to get in. Right. So there's that. But yeah, in terms of the app though, it's like when it comes to trading, it to me, the app is so much easier to navigate than Facebook. And oh, yeah. that's where we want I, everyone I to don't be. Even, I don't even fuck with Facebook anymore. I don't either. Yeah. Like, I, I'm I, I'm part of it. So, like, I see things in my feed and every once in a while, I'm like, oh, shit. Some, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, like, something saucy happening. But yeah. I don't actually do any trading on Facebook anymore. I, mean, I don't, like, But yeah. I, don't, I don't know that people actually, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Right. But I feel like people don't. That's like not even the main thing anymore. Like, people are using the Facebook for, like, the friend zone and the the helping zone and whatever. And those are the yeah. posts that I see more than I see like such and such for trade. Unless there's like, I mean, there's a couple of specialized trade zones and whatever, but how I, I assume that part of your job is to try and get those people from Facebook onto the app. Yeah. How do you do that? That, I mean, what a loaded question. That's kind of like a grand scheme thing. Um, yeah. I'm not actively on Facebook trying to get people to the app. You but don't just even message them all individually and are like, no, and hey, say, go to buns.com. I'm sure that I could, but that would, yeah. It probably wouldn't help, I don't think. I don't, I don't think. It's funny because like we are kind of finding that the people in the app versus the people on Facebook are quite different. Right. Um, but yeah, the, fa- the Facebook is a little bit more social leaning and the app is more like people that want to get trading. Right. I mean, it, it makes sense to just from a the way that Facebook is set up, it, it is meant to be a social platform as opposed... I mean, they've tried to put things in so that you can trade or sell or do whatever just in Facebook in general. But like, it will be always first and foremost a place for people to communicate where the app is very much geared towards finding the stuff that you want. Yeah, exactly. So um, I guess the main way to try and get people over is what ad, the ad campaigns that you spoke about earlier? When I say ad campaigns, I feel like it sounds very like corporate and that's not really our vibe well do people view you as the man because you work for the buns office now like when you have to like i don't know that for a fact but i presume that they do yeah. yes but what 
so I mean, or I don't should know I say the person? The now, person. Thank you. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I actually wonder if I should be broadcasting that I am, I am buns because I do like the anonymity of it because I like when people complain. Yeah. They well, don't know who I'm it is. I'm not giving you your last name, so that's true. There are probably plenty of Amy's on there. You'd be surprised. It's a very common name. But you know what's interesting? Yeah. People, when I talk to them via buns, mm-hmm. call me sir. 90% of the time, people assume that I'm a man. What? what do you think that says? Yeah. But why? What, I, do you have like a name that's not your name? No, like I am buns. So like if, so someone can like, Oh, send I see. A, so you you're know, like you know at I mean? buns or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just buns. Like if people message on our buns uh, official page yeah, yeah. or over the app, like I do all that communication and yeah. I'm called sir that's, very often. That's so interesting, especially yeah. because you know, the, the, the like face behind buns forever was, it has been Emily. Totally. Right. So like yeah. I, why they assume it is a sir. I assumed at first people would think that I was her. Yeah. But no, people often just assume that it's a man. And then I'm like, is it because I'm in a position of like Wait, did you say moderate authority, authority through the app and through 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 Facebook? So I through, am buns on both. I mean, I would assume through the app makes it not more I given given the way that our society is and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I feel like through the app makes more sense because maybe some of those people don't know Emily, but I feel like right. most of the people on Facebook know who she is. Yeah. So it's, no, nope. it's people kind of assume bizarre. that I am, sir. I have a, I have a masculine way of typing, I guess. Yeah. Maybe you're that just means. ultra authoritative. It could be that. Maybe I feel I'm like not feeling spaced enough with, with men. Yeah. Being authoritative. Yeah. Not me. I'm, I'm the worst at being authoritative, <laughs> but, uh, okay. Well, we'll get back to buns and like, okay and the office stuff and all that uh in a second but like so you personally are also a buns user you said that you were part of the community forever like before you actually got the job at the office what was your main sort of like goal on buns what were you looking for are you just like a window shopper yeah i was a bit of a window shopper i just like I have like a habit of just collecting like like I just love like stupid figurines and like crap that takes up space. Did you ever get a wizard? No, I tried really hard, but I wasn't able to score one. I was actually hoping when I came to this office, there'd be extra wizards around. But I think we only have one. I have one hidden. Do you? I also have a tiny Drake that sits on my shelf. You guys have a bunch of broken ones. We have a bunch of broken Drakes here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I bought those for the office and they fucking broke them. That's awful. No, so well, sorry. it wasn't on purpose. But uh, yeah, okay. So you... Um, you like little knickknacks? Yeah, I'm here for the knickknacks that like I can't justify spending money on. Mm-hmm. Pins, just basically stuff that I don't need, but that I want. It's like one of those things where before I had buns, those are the things walking down Queen Street. Yeah. I would ha- just buy a bunch of $5 shit and suddenly be like, I have no money left. Right. Buns has definitely filled that void for me. <laughs> well, also, now that you work in the office, you're probably rolling in dough, right? So you can just... Yeah, that's yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah. it. No. Yeah, for, for a trading <laughs> company that makes zero money. Um, so, okay. Uh, let's kind of get into what you, I mean, this is kind of philosophical, I guess, but like, okay. what do you think drives people to buns? What is like buns for you other than, other than knickknacks? Like, why do you think yeah. that people opt to use buns as opposed to whatever the other, I mean, they're not really alternatives, but like Kijiji or yeah. the other things that are like private 
sales or trades or whatever. Like why, why do you think that there are so many people in Toronto and all over the world on buns as opposed to some of those other things? I still feel like something that buns has that no one else has is this amazing sense of community. Yeah. I mean, we were in a meeting a couple of weeks ago where someone joked that like, this is not funny. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but people have been murdered <laughs> via Kijiji. Yeah. It's never happened on Buns, but Buns just has this reputation of being really warm. It's inviting. And when I meet up with people from, say, Kijiji, I kind of expect to do a transaction and then leave. Right. I would say the majority of my Buns trades afterwards, where I'm like, let's get coffee. Some of them I end up staying friends with like it just has this amazing reputation for being very community-based and do you think it's because there's no money involved do you think like that's the main factor behind it that's a good question i i think that that's what sustained the feeling of community i think that the way that it started being very social and sort of being founded on if you don't have something you can get it without actually having to spend money is 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 cool but But yeah i I mean it's scaled so large now that that it's it's more like that initial feeling has to have dissipated, right? Like it's, I mean, it's, think. there's still part of it there, but yeah. like the new people coming in don't know about that, but still right. there's still that feeling of community yeah. that like has persisted, but it's not because, uh, you know, of the origin story. Or right. Whatever. Yeah. There's something, yeah. there's something else about it. And like, if not the lack of money, I, I'm not like, where, where do you, where do you think it comes from? Yeah. I, I still think, that if something is founded with a sense of community, that that just has to spill over no matter how big something grows to an extent. Um, So, and I also think that because we have such an amazing team of admins on the Facebook group that are responsible for growing us and they care so much about the community. They are advocates for people um, that that just overall vibe has spilled over to the app, which I'm so thankful for because I tend to be a little bit more app focused in Mm -hmm. my job. And I feel like it's like a shout out to those admins that have fostered this sort of sense of is it something that, vibes. that you guys at the office, you, you people at yeah. the office, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying here. I'm, I'm from, uh, from the old school, I guess, but, uh, that you actively are, are trying to continue with and foster the, the, like that whole sense of, uh, of like buns. I don't even know, like being friends without even meeting one another or whatever it is like the, the camaraderie that somebody else on buns shares with other buns users is it something that you are actively working on or does it just happen it's a little bit of both i feel like in the past it's just happened but what i'm working on now is i'm actually producing uh a it's not even an ad it's like a video spot that will live on the app Mm -hmm. that is centered purely around not even trades but just the sense of community so it's something that we know has kind of happened organically which is invaluable but we are working to make sure that we uphold that and even me as the community advocate slash manager i mean I hear all the time, thank you so much for responding. Thank you for taking action because I feel like with some uh, apps, when you message to report an issue, you get this automated thing. I am literally reading it. I'm sitting at my desk or on my couch, wherever, responding to people personally. And I feel like that kind of helps to bring the sense of community too. And when you you get a report about somebody else, I, I assume that you talk to that person if they've done something that is maybe not you know, cohesive with the community guidelines. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure some people push back, but do you ever, 
are you ever able to like you know diffuse the situation and and like how do you talk somebody down if they're not you know adhering to the buns community guidelines without without right. alienating a user okay. i mean i would be really bad at that i'd just be yeah. like hey fuck you man get the <laughs> hell out of here but like you, you obviously can't do well i mean i guess you could but yeah. like, you probably shouldn't do that i if, try not if to. you work at the office here like yeah. how do you approach those situations you know what's weird the on the app and I'm I'm definitely like team Facebook, team buns, whatever. Mm-hmm. On the app, people are so respectful. And I was shocked because when I first started, I was nervous about messaging people and saying like, hey, you need to edit your 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 profile. You can't ask for cash, whatever. Yeah. People were are so respectful. Facebook, because I think it's a little bit more social, that's where people get a little bit more combative. Right. And I get some but it's nice because I don't have to talk to them as me. I talk to them as buns. Right. It's great. And that helps uh, when they call you sir. I think it helps because they can't like go to my profile and be like, well, you're ugly or whatever. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just they, like, I'm a faceless. No, no personal attacks. Yeah, it's nice. Well, do you have any crazy stories about like without getting into too much detail, like right. stuff that you've had to deal with? Because I imagine that there's like some off the wall shit that goes on. You know what the most, like this isn't even funny as much as it it is sad. Yeah. I am shocked at the amount of males or male presenting individuals that just cannot keep, I mean, for lack of a better word, their dick in their pants. It's like... Honestly, it's probably three a day that I'm I'm messaging saying, hi there, it's not appropriate to message one of the other users to ask her on a date or, I mean, a date is being re- really nice. But that is definitely the number one thing is yeah. guys harassing women. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely something that needs to, to be addressed. I yeah. just like, how do you... In... in in a, in a community, like, because we got buns is more than an app. It's like the community and, and there's like social interaction, like you mentioned. Yeah. I feel like that stuff, not that it shouldn't be police, but it's bound to happen. How do you like prevent it? How do you? Well, some of the rules that we have in, like, I feel like the app, it's a little bit more cut and dried. So I will get complaints by like a girl that posts a selfie of herself in a skirt saying, hey, this skirt's up for trade. And a guy will message her saying, oh, are, are you for trade too? Yeah. I like, I will immediately take him off the platform. Uh, but on Facebook, there's definitely more of a gray area, but that's why we have rules in our zones that literally state, do not message anybody unless it's pertaining to a trade or if you ask for their permission to. So you'll see like in, in, in the Facebook comments, people saying, um, is it okay if I DM you, whatever, that's, that's the way to do it first. If you're sending an unsolicited message, message, chances are you're going to be shut down. And there's a dating zone anyway, right? There's a dating zone. That's what that's for. Yeah, just use that instead. Yeah, there's Com- dating zone. There's friending zone. Come on, guys. Yeah, but don't abuse the friending zone for that for is true actually. Purposes, yeah, but, yeah. But go there if you want to like meet people and hang out. Yeah, I, I've done it a couple times. Have you? Yeah. Nice. I've been, I've been trying to dating or friending. No, no, friending. Okay. Um, I yeah, I'm in a relationship. I would have tried the, the dating zone. It's yeah, not like I would have too. I'm not like oh fuck no, but like yeah. I definitely would. I just have not been in a situation where I've needed to try the dating zone but i'm trying to live like the buns life or you know every once in a while i try and like dip my toe in so that i'm not just like doing this out of left field right so uh yeah okay so let's uh let's get back into 
into the whole buns thing back into uh, the office life. <coughs> uh, where do you see the future of buns going? Like, what do you, what do you kind of, um, what do you think's up next for buns and the community and everything else? I have no idea what I'm even allowed to talk about because there's so many awesome things happening. What what I like about the office and just the future of buns is things change so quickly. And yeah. that was the biggest thing that I had to adjust to because working for a massive corporation previously, I would have an idea and it would take six months to a year to see it through yeah. because there's just so much red tape. We're here. Mm-hmm. I'll mention an idea to the office and I get feedback right away and then I do it and 24 hours later it's a thing yeah yeah so that's what I I love about buns is the future could look like anything but well let's potentially talk some smack about the office though because it's super agile right yeah is is there ever a point in time where you know things change on a dime and you you like we're planning for it to go in one direction and now it's going in this other direction and you're just like well like fuck always Always. That was again, like I've, I've only been in this role for a couple months, but that was the biggest adjustment is it's both exciting and frustrating yeah. because you'll be going down a path and you'll be like, I'm almost at the finish line. And then the finish line is yanked away from you because you're pivoting. Yeah. So it's really important here to sort of stay on your toes, to be again, monitoring the community so you can react to their needs right away. Um, so for example, a couple weeks ago with the latest update, it was initially just on web and android and it's on ios as of this week yeah is uh the idea of trade value which was something like we all kind of talked about so it was cool because it was kind of brought up over lunch as an idea and now it's an actual thing yeah where when you post something to trade on the app you can actually put there's an optional trading value field where you can put in what you think your item's worth right The results have been mixed, but what I love about this feedback is we will build the next app update around this feedback. Like I, it's so important to me. You've been getting a lot of people writing in. Yeah. It's been both positive and negative. The positive of it is, is that if I post something and you know, it's a $200 item and someone's offering me half a bottle of shampoo, that way no one's really wasting their time if they see the trade value. But what I think is important is value when it comes to trading is relative. So I will post high ticket brand new makeup items that would retail for $100. But because it means nothing to me because I have so much of it, I will post my trade value at like $10. Well, so that's that's interesting because I um, early on in the show, I interviewed an economist who... um, one of the, the major things with Bun's platform and, and Barter in general is there's a, there's a big difference between an item's like general value and your perceived value of that item. Absolutely. So like if you have a bike that, you know, you could potentially sell on Kijiji for $200, but you know, let's just say you have like, so you have the bike and I have a, I don't know, a phone. And the yeah. phone sells for $100, but you really need a phone. I really need a bike. And you're like, well, fuck it. Like, let's just do this because yeah. like, I don't, I never use this bike. It's been sitting in my garage for like four years. Who cares? Yeah. Right. So I, I think that that's important as, so long as, as, as you can kind of, I think everyone who's on the app, who sees trade value should kind of take it with a grain of salt, be, be mindful of it. So like, like you said, don't offer half of a shampoo bottle yeah. for something that's like really expensive, but also just keep in mind that, 
you know, there may be something that this person really wants that they're willing to trade the item for that's m- not uh, dollar value equivalent, but like, yeah, they just want it. And I think people are learning too that if they overvalue items, they're not going to move it as quickly as they might like to. Mm-hmm. So, again, like the trade value isn't set in stone, but the community's feedback has been interesting because I also feel like sometimes buns will see a, a a dollar sign and immediately be like nope hard pass no money but right yeah but also i i mean there are definitely people out there who are just like who are on buns they see something they like and they're just like fuck i'm not gonna run out and buy you what you want but i'll just give yeah. you the equivalent and like that's kind of like a i feel like if you're if you're making this deal behind closed doors it's like fine right maybe i don't know have i I traded for cash before perhaps i have am i like putting you in some hot water by by talking about this no so what we say to everyone is we don't police individual trades so a lot of the feedback that i get on the app not a lot because i don't want to make it sound like there aren't hundreds of amazing trades going down every single day which there are yeah but some complaints that i get are oh well i traded with so and so and they gave me a broken item i traded with so and so and the sweater had pilling on it whatever it was misrepresented yeah and basically our response to that which is in our you know community standards we don't police trades so when you meet up with someone you want to yeah whatever you do you do we trust that you're an adult and yeah so we definitely aren't ignorant to the fact that there is cash that happens what i ask though is that it's not in your iso yeah and that you're not like i'm selling this for ten dollars or whatever those are like the posts that i immediately message people and i'm like you gotta edit this i agree like you should be open to things yeah the only time i've ever because I've done, I'll, I'll fully admit that I've done cash trades before, yeah. but not for stuff that I've been, that I've traded. But if I see something that I want, yeah. and I'm like, okay, well, what do you want for this? And they're like, I don't want anything you have. I'm like, okay, well, like, let's figure this out anyway. Right. I, I, but I do agree that I resent people who are like, and, and maybe I'm going to alienate some people, but if they're like, okay, this item was like $30, so I'm looking for $30 or yeah. the equivalent in like gift cards. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. You know, totally. if, if you have a gift card that you're putting up for trade, yeah i feel like that's fair but to say like oh just get me gift cards like well, why the fuck am i just not giving you cash yeah the gift card thing is such a sticky situation because initially we allowed gift cards because okay so it was christmas you're and a you vegan yeah. but you got a hundred dollar gift card to a steakhouse like right. i get it so so that's sort of where the gift cards started but there are definitely people on the platform that trade for just gift cards but when those profiles get reported I follow up, but I'm also like, listen, this person's not going to be a well-loved and successful bun yeah. on this platform if that's what they're. Well, so yeah, I, I like, I think that it's okay to tr- trade gift cards, but to ask for them is, it's kind of like, come on, you're it's like skirting a, the rules. Yeah, a exactly. Here. It's but a, it's a gray area. We're talking about the app, and you're talking about how you now have, uh, you know, the value field or whatever. W- what else about the app do you think makes it so much more conducive to trade? Because for me. Like I said, I'm on the I'm I'm in like so many of the buns communities and I kind of take part in some of the discussions or at least read them and get frustrated like everybody else, right? But the when I'm on the app, it I am strictly there for trade and it, and like yeah. why do you think that the 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 app is is so much more geared in that direction? Like what versus features Facebook? Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so easy like our developers have done such a amazing job just making a platform that's 
simple. Yeah. Um, we are introducing collections as well, which will kind of make it so that you can find exactly what you're looking for in items that are similar to that as well. Oh, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're always basically updating, like working well, constantly to kind of update stuff. The search is better. Yeah, search sure. is better. And yeah, what, what I like too now is that if I search like, I mean, I mean, last week I was looking for Spice Girls memorabilia and it shows you things that might be similar, which is great. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah, like I a mean, pumpkin spice mix. That's kind of the same thing. <laughs> and I guess you have more control. Well, you definitely have more control over the app than you do over Facebook because you know you're not responsible for building Facebook and the limitations that f Facebook has. It, there's not anything that you guys can do about it. But right. You can customize the app any way that you want. My favorite part of the app too is like I always call my sort of trade feed of items that I'm trading my mm -hmm. like buns currency or my uh, buns wallet. So what I like is like, you know, decluttering my house and kind of putting, I, I it's it's almost like putting money in the bank. Like I'm like, ah, oh, man, brand new candle. I'm going to get whatever for for this. Right. So that's what I like too, is I like will have a really stacked, you know, trading profile and then I can kind of go shopping and yeah. So is there like an unwritten expectation that you have to like put stuff on the app now that you work here? Do you there, feel pressure to like have <sighs> things for trade? I don't feel pressure. I do feel bad that I'm one of the weaker buns in this office. There are some guys here that like are at like people. Sorry. Well, well there are guys. The thing though. is, they are all guys. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's something we're not supposed to broadcast. Um, there, I'm. I'm one of the uh, weaker buns. I always use the excuse that I have a kid, so I'm like work home, work home. But now yeah. that I work here, I make people come to the buns office to trade with me, which is well, great. Well, it's a good location for that sort of thing. Yeah, it's know? perfect. Like right in that area. So, do you yeah. trade? Uh, how old's your kid? Two. Two. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you trade for like Paw Patrol or Thomas the Tank Engine stuff or what? That is actually my favorite thing to do because, and I'm I'm basically telling all of my like daycare group friends to get on the app yeah because kids get tired of their toys so quickly i'll basically upload five of her like toys mm -hmm. and trade for new stuff so i'm i'm constantly cycling stuff out we're actually working with a with a mommy blogger that's going to be doing like a a one month buns challenge to keep cycling stuff out because kids only like things for like 24 hours yeah you guys should do like a buns kids toy swap or something yeah yeah it's definitely in the works i think i'm one of the only actually i was gonna say i'm one of the only parents here but uh someone just had a baby a week ago baby buns is that uh perry oh perry yeah okay because i know that there's another baby on the way yeah then. yeah that's right perry just had, wow crazy baby buns yeah there's the office is uh, exploding with children at the moment. I know. I'm it's, excited for Bun's daycare. It's kind of weird happens. because it used to be all just like these sweaty loner developers <laughs> sitting at their computers, just like, you know, no light. And and now it's kind of like there's life. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, you get a lot of stuff for your kid? Yeah. On a Bun's? lot of stuff. Yeah. Shoes. She's got winter boots on there. Toys, books. It's, that's my favorite thing to trade for. And do you ever run out of stuff? Like, how do you... How do you get more things for trade i assume that at some point you know there's only so much stuff that you can you can give away before you don't have any more you would think you would think i mean i'm not there yet but like i said i'm one of the like lazier traders in the office mm -hmm. but yeah 
even like looking around this office, there's just like so much stuff here. Is it all up for for grabs? Yeah. So we have a trade wall when you first come in and that's all up for grabs. Crazy. I know. I need to uh, I need to scope that out a little bit you more. You should. There's some good stuff there. All right. Well, is there any final thoughts that you want to leave our listener with? Anything else you want to talk about before I let you go? Hmm. That's a tough question. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you okay. one one other question okay. then. If you could send out a message to everyone on Buns to help make your job easier, because <laughs> a lot of your job is dealing with the people of Buns. Yeah. What would you tell them? Yeah. What I would say is. I just sound like so lame. I always like call myself mean mom in the office because I'm like rules exist for a reason. Yeah. But a lot of times the reason why we are so strict with our rules is because if we let one thing slide, everything gets out of control mm-hmm. and reasons exist to protect our community. Um, yeah. So guys, keep it in your pants. Everyone don't misgender people. oh yeah that's a tough one though right is it tough i don't know okay i let me ask you a question i think this is a perfect form because you're the community manager here and i am like clueless when it comes to like being sensitive to people i'm the worst it's a learning curve for sure i'm absolutely totally insensitive but let let me ask you this if i am about to trade with somebody on the app and i look at their photo and to me i'm like oh you know that's a pretty girl or whatever yeah and i'm i call her she but it's not a her it's a yeah. him yeah like how do you deal with that like is that offensive or is it um i think it's hard for me to say because you know just for transparency i'm like a white cisgendered heterosexual girl so yeah. it's easy for me to say what will and will not offend people right but Generally, I err on the side of they, them, just using neutral terms because that's always safe. And then let them address it. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I have been lucky. It It is nice when someone's feeling emotionally, you know, strong enough to educate you and say, hey, so sorry, I actually go by he. That's great. But some people just you know, it's not always their job to educate us. So oh I always God. err on the side of they, them. No, I hate that excuse. Can we get into Do this you? for a second? Okay. When people are like, this is like one of the main things that I, whenever I see this conversation on Buns and it happens all the time and it's all not about time. gender, it's not yeah. about whatever, whatever the issue is, it's just like, I don't have the energy to educate you. Right. Here's my problem. Okay. Okay. It, it, we know that it, it's, it's like a, um, like it, the needle has to move, right? It's a spectrum that eventually people will start to accept things that they weren't acceptive of before. So like a, sure. a while ago, you know, not even that long ago, black people and white people were separate. And yeah. then gay, and not that it's totally fine now, but it's obviously a lot better than it was. Right. And, and same with the, the whole gay rights issue. Like yep. it's, it's the needle slowly moving in the right direction. But I think that that, happens not because people are like i don't have time to tell you why i should you know why things should be this way instead of that way it's because people are sitting down saying like hey look like what you're doing isn't right and here's why it's not right yeah you know and i I think that if if you are the type and i understand that it's exhausting and frustrating and you feel like things should be ideal as opposed to the way that they are yeah 
But if you are the type of person to say like, fuck you, you're wrong and I'm not going to explain to you why. Yeah. Aren't you making an enemy and somebody who's maybe more likely to do it again as opposed to teaching them a lesson so that they don't do it again? I get where you're coming from because that's a common sort of frame of mind. I guess what I hear a lot from the community is if you are behind the times, if you're being insensitive, someone should be able to say, hey, what you're doing is wrong. And you should be like, oh my God, I wonder why. And then put the work in. Should you want to be a better person as opposed to making someone else do it? Right, but... The way they say that what you're doing is wrong, right? I think has a big impact as to whether or not somebody's going to do what you just suggested, right? And right. Behind the times, I mean, right now, I think things have never moved quicker. You, you know, like I would, and maybe this is just like my ignorance, but I would say that like people from a major metropolitan city are more likely to be, you know, addressing people with with they them, Absolutely. whatever when they first meet somebody, as opposed to somebody who has who has no concept of any of this because there's there isn't any uh non like heteronormative people at, that they know of in their town maybe these people are too afraid or whatever the situation is but they haven't they haven't experienced that before yeah for so sure they don't know how to deal with it and ma- their times are like you know way back just because of their situation for sure right and yeah. I, th- I think that we have to as much as uh we as a society need to be acceptive of you know, being progressive and allowing, you know, not alienating people. I think that the, the other side of the coin is that, you know, when somebody comes at you with something that you feel is behind the times, you maybe need to be more acceptive of that. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. And it's something that we talk about in the office a lot because sometimes not even on buns, but on the internet, there can be a little bit of a mob mentality. So, you know, we hear all the time, maybe someone asks, wait, why can't you be racist against white people? And everyone just piles on with like, fuck you, you're ignorant, whatever. Yeah. And that person leaves being like, I have no idea what just happened. And there was no learning that happened. That being said, should the offended person take the time to educate? I mean, it would be great if they could, but I get that a lot of people are just emotionally exhausted. What I like to do where I can and I cannot step in on behalf of everybody. Mm -hmm. And it's important not to speak over someone that's feeling marginalized. But if, for example, I'm not able to educate someone on, let's say, rape culture. Yeah. I would like to think that someone in the community can. So I like it when I see comments saying, hey, you misgendered this person. That's wrong. I do not have the energy to do this right right now. Anyone else? And there's there's almost always someone on buns that's willing to step in and be like, listen, here's what's up. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's yeah. fair. It's just like you, I, people, if you want somebody to actually listen and you want things to actually change, I think that as, as, as painful as it is, you have to address them in a certain way. And that's not to say yeah. that like if someone's being rude or like offensive, like obviously you have to just say, well, okay, fuck you, man. Right. But like <laughs> if it's, if it's clear that it's coming from a place of misunderstanding yeah. or at least you can, uh, maybe there's a chance that it's coming from a place of misunderstanding. Then maybe I think that we're responsible to kind of step in and be like, yo man, here's, here's the deal. Yeah. Because like, think about it. If it was your mom or yeah. your dad, as an example, they grew up in a different time. They don't yeah. really, I mean, they're not, you know, internet savvy or whatever. So they're not up on 
all of these issues that mainly get dealt with online, right? Yeah. Because like, there's not a lot of discussion about this, you know, on terrestrial radio or on the TV or whatever. If it was one of your parents doing something offensive and somebody just came at them, you'd be like, hey, fuck you, man. This is like my my mom or whatever. For right? sure. Yeah, so for like, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's a conversation that Eli and I have almost every single day. Eli works uh, in the same department as me in the office. And there is an issue where people have this like sort of pile on culture. Yeah. And it's tough too because you don't want to say it's the responsibility of the, I mean, I'm kind of throwing this term around lightly, but it isn't the responsibility of the oppressed person to educate the, again, I'm using this term broadly, oppressor, yeah, right? Or like, the offended person to... Right. Like, so offender, yeah. if you say something that I view as sort of misogynistic, it is exhausting for me as a woman in today's client climate to say, hey... I just want to sit you down and tell you why that is offensive. It's much easier for me to just to say, you know, go fuck yourself. But yeah, for the greater good, is it better for me to take the time to educate you? Yes. Basically what I'm saying is I don't know what the answer to this issue but is. Buns is be- <laughs> better with that sort of thing than most other places, I would say. Uh, like a hundred percent. The things that I've learned on Buns, I mean, I still have, again, I'm like white and heterosexual and cisgendered so i'm like in a pretty good position (laughs) right or a pretty easy one um and i have blind spots and the people that have taken time to educate me like have been invaluable in like the two or three years that i've been on buns yeah i've grown personally like leaps and bounds yeah i mean yeah i think that most of my education as far as these topics are concerned and being sensitive to people comes from being on buns as well yeah because uh people aren't afraid to speak their mind and i guess that goes back to the whole community aspect of things yeah and it's interesting because it didn't like we we are absolutely like a social like a sort of a social justice left-leaning space right and it's interesting how that happened because i mean i don't know what emily would say but when she set out to create a zone looking for pasta sauce right I don't know that social justice was the end goal, but it's interesting how these conversations don't happen as much on the app, but definitely that feeling of it being a safe space for everybody has carried over from Facebook to the app, which is so important to me. I mean, even if you look at our manifesto, which you can find sort of pinned to the top of our Twitter, it's so... The fact that you even call it a manifesto. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's something that like... I just feel like coming from the corporate world, it feels, it's cold. It feels like you don't stand for anything. It just, you know, you're kind of a cog in a wheel coming here and knowing that, yes, it's an app. Yes, I work in tech. It's a trading platform, but it stands for something. I I think that that's what's going to make us successful and keep us relevant is we have something to say and we have a community that has things to say. Yeah. And everyone in the office either wears flip flops or scarves, right? Yeah. Yeah. How it works. Total hipster hippie <laughs> vibes. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for sitting down and chatting with me thanks and for getting me. into some serious shit there right at the end. But um, yeah, I think uh, all I'm going to say to end this off is uh, what's your name on the app? How do people find you? My name on the app is A Harpstagram. A H A R P S T G R A M. I just stole my Instagram name and stuck it on the app because I'm not 
very creative. So if you have <laughs> anything to say about buns or the way things are going, or if you want some deep discounts on some tradable <laughs> makeup, yeah, hit her up on I'm the buns rich. app. Yeah, and anytime you message buns, uh, it's coming to me. I'm a human. Please be nice to me. And you're not a sir. I'm not a sir. I don't take offense to the sir, but call you her. Know. Call her they. They or what? What's the number? them? No, but for singular, what would you say there? It's the same thing. What? So they have makeup to trade. Would be she has makeup to trade. Yeah, but what if I was addressing you as as like one one on one here? I wouldn't call you they. Yeah, it's still they. Really? Like she is they. Yeah, it's like plural because you're. Well, I guess yeah. you is not gendered. Anyway. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay. We digress. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it. That's another. We'll get into another episode all about my my frustrations and my inability to speak this new language. We could get tons of people in here to talk about it much more eloquently than I can. Yeah, help yeah. me, people. Yeah, help we're me. On it. Hit, hit me up at at Buns Pod on all of your uh, all of your social medias and tell me how insensitive I am. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Okay, music this week comes to me from, I want to say your name is Jaya. I feel bad if I pronounce that wrong, but I will say that uh, she is an experimental music producer and filmmaker. Uh, The project is called Music in Everything, uh, where she occasionally goes out, records random stuff, makes music out of it, and films herself doing it. Uh, if you want to check it out, I will put all the links in uh, the show notes, uh, actually. Or you can go to the website, This Is Jaya, which is T-H-I-S-I-S-J-E-I-A.com. Or YouTube.com slash This Is Jaya, SoundCloud, Instagram, and Facebook, all slash the same thing. What's really interesting here is the song I'm about to play is called This Place, and it is a song made from Ikea stuff at Ikea. Sounds pretty fucking cool. Uh, There's also a video accompaniment. So like I said, hit up the show notes, go to podcast.buns.com to check it out. And here is This Place.
let's just all take a moment to pray that I'm not gonna get sued after posting this video. Kayaknya dia mau sikut campur nih, enggak bagi begini nih. <laughs> Emang iya? Iya, biar enggak kelihatan. <laughs> 